All right. Welcome. Welcome, you guys. Um, ladies, fellas, fans, subscribers, everybody. This is a football frame of mind podcast, man. I'm your host, Cam, and other hosts, Brandon. Um, hey, man, we are excited to talk about uh, college football today, man. But before we get started, man, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. We are back in business for the first time, and it feels like forever. We are glad to be here talking to you guys. Man, we appreciate the support. Uh, we're about like 11.3 thousand subscribers, which is awesome. So thank you guys for all the support, all the likes. Man, we've been getting a lot of comments lately. We really appreciate the feedback. Y'all should really just continue just to keep talking to us so we can have an idea of what y'all like, what y'all don't like. Don't forget, though, you guys need to check out BetUS. We have a new sponsorship with them. They have a link in the description. They have a bunch of cool deals going on. One of the oldest sports books on the market. You guys should definitely go check that out, as well as go and double-check with uh, Off the Ball Network. If you guys like football, basketball, baseball, they cover it all. A lot of really good content. We're thankful to them for the opportunity. Y'all should check the link in the description for that as well. But let's get started. All right, man. Yeah, man. We got some great, great sponsors, man. They really bring out what we're trying to do, man. So uh, we support them and they support us. So we're looking forward to keeping the partnership going, man. But uh, let's get into some college football, man. Uh, yeah, week 10, week 10, right? Week 10. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so a lot of good, a uh, lot of good games, man. Um, man, but we'll, we'll start off with the with the obvious, man. Obviously, I'm a fan. <laughs> And uh, he's a, a LSU fan. So, uh, big game uh, between two powerhouse teams, man. It's got to be one of the the games of the year for the NFL, man, uh, because there's a lot of money on that field. You know, I always say that when they play together, there's a lot of money on the field, man, because a lot of them players is going to be drafted at some point, maybe not in the draft that's coming up, but maybe a couple of drafts later. And, you know, some guys may not even go to the NFL, but they're going to play professionally somewhere, probably the Canadian Football mm -hmm. League or even the XFL and the USFL, you know. So um, a lot of those players is going to play professionally somewhere, you know what I'm saying? So their dream isn't going to stop there. But uh, the game itself was really cool, man. It was exciting back and forth, man. I really like to see, you know, quarterbacks just going off their natural ability, man. Uh, although I was uh, really excited uh, to see Jaden Daniels, you know, go against a defense that was really good, man. Like, we wasn't giving up too many points per game, so – he really gave us the business, uh, you know, passing and running. Uh, but, you know, Jalen Miro said, uh -uh, hold my beer. I run, too. And his run, although Jaden Daniels' runs were exciting and he looked like a, a gazelle going through Africa or something like that, but – Milro was running hard, man. Like it seemed like those mm -hmm. DBs were scared to tackle him. Like mm -hmm. it was like when he got running, it was like, man, look, you know, we ain't we ain't had nobody like this before. So uh, but it was a good game. I was really excited, man, with our defense in the second half. Because I was like, man, we ain't got no answer for this dude, man. He just keep taking off running. He ain't even and then when he do pass, it's, like, accurate as hell. Like, I'm like, bruh, how you going to bat that down? Like, it's right to the receiver right here. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so we did we did good, man. Um, Y'all did good, too, man. I, I Like I said, I'm already – you got me on the train for neighbors, man. I think he could be one of the first receivers taken in the draft, man. He got a case for it, too, man. I mean, like, and he's not, like – uh uber athletic for real but his routes are just like you know crisp man like that's something you can't really teach man that's like you mm -hmm. either got it or you don't you know it's like you know and i look at you know him and marvin harrison if i'm looking nfl draft right i mean although marvin harrison i think is uber athletic and his catch radius 
is like what's really like his best feature. He can catch mm -hmm. anything everywhere. So that's like his best asset. And I feel like that might get him drafted first because whoever he goes to might not have the most accurate quarterback. So he's going to have to mm -hmm. make some plays, right? But mm -hmm. for a team that's looking just for an upgrade, you know, for a person that's maybe leaving in free agency, neighbors might be a good one, you know, because he can route run. And that's, you know, for a quarterback that's established, all you need is your receivers to get open. They're going to throw the ball where it's supposed to go. So having a receiver like that that's young, that's already kind of a upper echelon route runner, that's a pretty good thing. So, uh, like I said, I, I think it was a good game, man. Um, and it sets a collision course with Georgia, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm not worried about Kentucky this week. Uh, I'm not really worried about them at all, man. I mean, I'm not even worried about Auburn for real. All those rivalry game, I'm not really worried. Don't y'all have Ole Miss, though? No, nah, we already beat Ole Miss. Oh, okay. They're playing – no, Ole Miss is playing Georgia. That's what that is. Yeah, Ole Miss playing Georgia. Now, that might be – that might be the game that people are not really paying attention to. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Because, look, all right, so but we'll, we'll get into that in the preview. All right, this is the recap of, of week 10. We'll get into week 11. But uh, but as far as recapping, man, re recap the game. What you got about from LSU side, man? Man, so I thought offensively we were clicking. I thought we were driving right down the field with little to no effort, like just between him running the ball and just putting the ball in places the defensive backs really couldn't get to. Like I feel like we kind of had y'all on the heels early. Like y'all were answering back, but like in the back of my head, I'm like, okay, who's going to give first? Like what, something's got to give. Like somebody's got to make a mistake. So we go into halftime, and I think we're tied at halftime. I'm like, man, if we can just take one more step forward. But, man, I, that defense came to play in the second half. They got good pressure up front. The secondary played a lot better, and they ended up knocking Jaden Daniels out of the game after a couple of stops. I think he threw an interception. I think we had a couple punts. And Nussmeyer comes in at that point. He was throwing some good balls, but we just didn't have any rhythm going on the offense. And our secondary struggled again. Uh they held Burton to little to nothing until, like, the third quarter or so. So I, I was impressed with the secondary up to that point. But, man, it felt like once Milrow would get past the first level and he gets to where the backers and the safeties are, it's like nobody would tackle him. He was just sliding in between everybody, especially, like, in the red zone. It's like once I seen him roll out, I'm like, yeah, he's gone. Once he got, like, two touchdowns, three touchdowns, four touchdowns, I'm like, y'all not being aggressive enough at the second level. Like, y'all have to crash down. I understand you don't want to hurt the quarterback or you want to make sure you don't get penalized, but you got to be crashing to the ball, man. You can't let him yeah, slip and slide. Like, and he's running hard. He's not, And he's not finesse running like Jaden Daniels. He's running downhill and he's running straight at you. So you have to meet him at the point of attack. You have to break down. You have to make those tackles. Uh, we struggled to make tackles, especially in the second half. We struggled to make tackles, especially in the secondary with the linebackers. Uh, they played a better game. I mean, I feel like if maybe he wouldn't have got hurt, I think we could have rallied back and maybe had a chance. But at that point, once we had already had a couple drives down with an interception and punt, it, we just lost all kinds of rhythm. And unfortunately, we took the L. But, I mean, credit, kudos to y'all. I mean, it was a really good game. I really wish it could have put, been to the same tempo the entire game. But, I mean, I'm not mad. I'd rather lose to Alabama than anybody else on the schedule. But Yeah, true, 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 man. Hey, it was a good game, man. Uh, but another game that I was looking at was uh, was Oklahoma and uh, Oklahoma State, man. Uh, the last uh, Bedlam game for, for the Big 12, you know what I'm saying, because uh, Oklahoma was leaving. Uh, so Oklahoma State got some bragging rights, man. They beat them, uh, which was really cool, man. Um, I was surprised, you know, in the offseason when Spencer Sanders uh, left, you know. Yeah, he uh, left and went to, uh, what's it called? Ole Miss. Mm -hmm. So I was surprised that he left in the offseason. But uh, the quarterback they got is pretty good, so I kind of see why, you know. Um uh, but uh, it was a good game, man. I think Oklahoma State, um, their offense is, like, 
crazy good still, you know. High power, quick scoring. Yeah, man. Like, that's one thing they're going to do is pass the ball, man. But lately, they've been playing some good Big 12 defense, man. Like, lately, they've been one of the teams that actually plays pretty good defense. So, it was good. To, it was good to see, man. But I think Oklahoma might be out of the Big 10, Big 12 championship picture. I'm not sure. They got some games left, some really big games. Uh, but it's a tough loss for them. Uh, because it's like they already lost to Kansas and then they lose to this team. So it's like you're behind the eight ball a lot. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, you never know, man. Like I said, Oklahoma State's really good, man. So and Oklahoma has some uh, some answers that they need to, to figure out before they join the SEC, man, because you don't want to come to the SEC and think like, oh, well, Vanderbilt's going to be – our mm-hmm. uh oh Iowa State and we're gonna beat them more mm-hmm. times than not nope. because Vanderbilt's nope. different <laughs> like they're a different team you know you might think oh well they're the bottom feeder they are in football yeah but they can compete dude and like me and you talked about like if we had to pick one of the two that was gonna struggle and I said I'm pretty sure you said the same thing that if I had to pick one of those two teams to struggle in the SEC it's gonna be Oklahoma Texas is ready I think Texas can compete. I don't think Oklahoma's ready. Uh, see, I think Texas – so I kind of backtrack a little bit. I think Texas is ready from an offensive standpoint. Not defensively, though. Yeah, not defensively. But on the flip side, I think defensively, Oklahoma might be ready. But schematically, they got to come up with something else because it's not going to work, you know? Because one, they don't have, they're not recruiting the same athletes as uh, Lincoln Riley did. So you're going to have to bring it on defense more times than not. And I feel like that's where they're going to get their most success on defense because that's what Brent Venables does and that's what he's good at. So I think coming in, they're going to be all right. And I think Texas will be all right on offense because they got Sark over there. So I think. They can beat anybody because he's a genius. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. you know, and, and since he's coached in the SEC before, it's not a surprise. You know what I'm saying? But I think the learning curve will be bigger for Oklahoma, though, because they, you know, it's a different ball game, man. Like all the 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 defense that you weren't playing, you're going to have to play now. You know? Like, yeah, Vanderbilt's going to be clapping them cheeks, bro. Yeah. Yeah, because Vanderbilt's not a pushover like people think. Like, like, look, okay, in other sports, Vanderbilt is the top dog, especially for baseball. So, I mean, but we're talking football, right? Vanderbilt might be at the bottom, but they still recruit like an SEC school. Like, all they have a better identity now than they did five years ago, bro. They're yeah. not trash. I mean, like, even five years ago, when they had, um, Oh, what's the black coach's name, man? I can't remember his name. But he had a nice identity there, too. That uh, that mindset, they had a really good team, man. I mean, they won, what, six, seven games at the most, you know, at their peak. Uh, But, I mean, he had a nice uh, – he had a really, really nice uh, um, culture there, man. They believed, you know, and, you know, they he recruited well, man. I, I liked him. I think COVID messed him up, man, because it was like after that they won, like, I don't think they won too many games that year. But nobody really played up to their stint because COVID took a lot of star players out, you know what I'm saying? They really didn't want to play. Some people opted out, things like that. So, but I think COVID kind of led them like, okay, well, maybe we go in a different direction. You know, and that's fine. That's fine. But he, his tenure there wasn't a failure because he did exactly what he's supposed to do. He took the ball from, uh, I want to believe, James Franklin. He was there before him. So he took the ball and ran with it, and Vanderbilt was in a good place. You know, they beat some teams that they probably shouldn't have beat, uh, one. And then um, the new coach, uh, I think uh, Lee Hay or Lee Hay or something like that, he's really good too. So he has like an offensive mindset. 
You know, so now they putting up points and stopping people. So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, they can be anybody. So, uh, but going to this next game, man. Um, uh, what was the game, bro? So I got one in mind. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Let's talk about Washington and USC. Yeah, yeah, that's actually where I think I was going. So, all right, so. I like I like the game a lot, man. I did. That was a good game, man. Because uh, I think Washington had won in L.A. in a long time. So it was good to see how they did, man. Dude had like 200 yards rushing, right? Like, that's crazy. But that's also something that's a newsflash for USC fans. Like, yo, they can't stop nobody, <laughs> man. <laughs> Dude, give you two hundred on the ground. Two hundred on the ground, man. Like, nah, man. That's just that's bad, bro. That's horrible. And I get like I know you don't really you don't like Caleb Williams, real. But thinking about him, man, it gotta suck, you know? Because you you at Oklahoma, and defense isn't good there. You know what I'm saying? So you got to do a lot of crazy stuff to try to win, right? And then you're like, okay, well, I'm going to transfer. I'm going to follow my coach to USC, right? And the games that he's lost, the defense just don't do nothing at all. They don't do nothing. And I'm like, you got to score 50 points every game? Dude, that's a recipe for disaster when you're playing – a team that can stop you, like Utah or Oregon or Washington, like and can score with you too. That's just not good, man. It's, it, I, I give him a little bit of a break when it comes to that because it's like, dude, you fighting an uphill battle every week, every week. Mm-hmm. So I mean, he's talented, but he ain't he ain't Jesus. He can't do that every week. <laughs> he can't. He can't get you going every week. So, uh, but but it was a good game, man. I really think. Um, I think the Heisman for Phoenix has kind of cooled down a little bit. I actually think it's more even than people think. You know what I'm saying? Because Jaden Daniels did all right. Uh, I think he's probably the guy that has the edge right now. Uh, but I think it'll probably be settled as we get into um uh, conference championship weekend. Mm-hmm. I think I think that'll be like the the deciding factor for the Heisman for real, because like you know, barring anything crazy happening, LSU might be out of that picture. So if he's good all the way up until that point. That extra week for somebody is gonna give them the edge, you know what I'm saying? So it, it just happens mm-hmm. like that sometimes, you know. But I think that game was it was what we expected. We talked about it, you know. That was one of the games of the year that we really was looking forward to, and it did all right. It was a shootout. Too late, man. But man, 200 yards on the ground, bro. That's too much. That's dirty, man. Like. I, I don't hate Caleb Williams. Let me go, go out on the record and say I don't hate Caleb Williams. I, I don't like his antics, and I don't really care for his demeanor, especially when you're the quarterback and you really have to reflect the mindset of your team. So, no, I don't really like all of the, oh, I want to have part ownership, and I want to be the pick where I – no, I don't. But I feel bad the fact that he's very talented, very talented, maybe the most talented quarterback in this year's draft altogether. Uh, especially in a long time. But, man, there's no excuse for a Power 5 juggernaut like USC to not have defense. Like, I I hate to see any time there's a good quarterback and they have to out try to outperform a terrible defense. I don't even want to see what they're ranked nationally. I don't even want to see it because I know that's got to be ugly. Uh, ugly. See, these other games were more humbling, I find, for him. But this game, like, you could see the frustration. Like, a lot of people were questioning whether his heart was really in, but you could see the frustration on his face. Like, I don't think it was yeah, just man. pissed off. He's like, damn, like, I really want to win. But we just can't. I can't do Like you said, I can't do it all. He, 
Nah, he man. hasn't played the best as of late, but I don't find he had a really bad game, but it just it just wasn't enough. He it did, just wasn't enough to never, get it done. So I mean he never really has a bad game though. Like he never really does. Mm, never really does. That Notre Dame game was a bad game. I mean, yeah, in terms of results, right? But not mm, he threw really. like two or three picks. I mean, but that's but that's football though. And and you're playing against a, a defensive coach, man, that's gonna throw different looks at you. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think it was terrible like that. You know what I'm saying? I've seen terrible games. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I've seen terrible games. I've seen five interceptions from different dudes. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I, I still think compared to like what he's capable of, like a bad game nonetheless, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean I, I look, I'm I'm all for it. It's not that wasn't one of his best games, but also mm-hmm. you're trying to make something happen because your defense sucks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You trying so to make I mean, something happen, and I feel like that was kind of a uh, uh, a peek into what his first year in the NFL is going to be like. Because whoever mm-hmm. he goes to is going to be terrible, so he's going to yeah. have to force some throws to make some stuff happen. And it's going to be ugly. It is. But I think that opened his eyes like, yo, okay, well, I can't really control where I go. And where I go is probably going to be terrible. Dang, I'm really going to miss college. <laughs> so I think that's – I think it'll be all right, though. Yeah, I, I feel like it, it'd be all right. But now, but Lincoln Riley, I want to say they fired their DC too. So I mean, I think he's finally got to the point. He's like, okay, like we can't strictly recruit offensively. Like we have to play defense. Like I'm gonna be out of a job if we don't figure it out. Bro, this the same defensive coordinator that was with him in Oklahoma when they lost to uh, Georgia in that championship game where they. Uh, where they beat them, they was beating them all up through the second half and then just forgot to stop the run at all. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, dude, he, he shouldn't have went to him with Oklahoma. He should have just got somebody else. Because I don't think those players are bad at all. I don't think mm-hmm. they have bad players. It's coaching, dude. They got talent yeah, on that man. team. Like, they have really good players over there, man. So, I don't think – I don't think it was uh it was the players. I think it was the scheme, man. Like yo, it's the same thing. Like when LSU had Bo Pelini, when Ed Ogeron brought him back, and that defense like horrid. Like they had no idea what they were doing because I mean, it, at the end of the day, like talent is one thing, but coaching is where it all starts, man. If the coaching is bad, I don't care what talent you got. That defense is gonna be terrible. Man, look at how uh how good our defense is this year compared to last year, bro. Like, bro. Pete Golden, I, look, I, I love him. God bless his heart, man. He is a great recruiter, and he knows the game. But, man, it just seemed like he was speaking almost Chinese or something because they was not – they man, they get on the field. They not talking to each other. I think they were speaking Chinese to each other, which is why they were confused. Because it's like, yo, I don't know what I'm talking about. What are you talking mm-hmm. about? And by the time you get the play call in, it's a 70-yard touchdown. But now you look at Alabama's defense, it's crazy now. So it's a lot defensive better. coordinator definitely matters, man, because their whole yeah. mindset has changed, man. But one more thing on, on USC and Washington, man. Um, Washington is in the top uh, – Top five or six, you know what I'm saying? So they're fifth. Yeah, so I mean, they got a chance to get in there, man. Because Ohio State and Ohio State, Michigan, yep, they gonna they gonna take care of each other. So it's already a wrap, man. So and it's like I don't know, man. It's like you get you're gonna get into a situation that you really don't want to be in if you're the committee. Because your cash cow right now is Georgia. So if everything holds firm, you're going to have to play Alabama, right? So hypothetically speaking, right, you lose to to Alabama. What you going to do with Georgia? Ooh. You know what I'm saying? I get, but it depends on how some of these other games fall too, like. 
I, I still feel like because what Bama right now, Bama's at eight. So you got to think by that point, we still got like another two or three games to play until then. Alabama might be at least by number five at that point, depending on who wins and loses. If if Bama's ranked fifth and they beat Georgia, I still think you can keep Georgia in the top four. With the SEC, without the SEC championship game? No. They don't play each other in the regular season, huh? I mean, no, I'm just saying, like, what, like, all right, if Bama beats Georgia and they – In the SEC title game. Yeah, you would keep Georgia in there? It, it depends on who wins and loses. I could see a scenario where – I'm only saying this. I'm only saying from the, the committee's perspective, like how you were saying, I could see them finessing a way. You see what they did with TCU last year. So don't leave it out of the realm of possibility for yeah, them to find a way to keep yeah. Georgia in there. Last yeah, year they got a 14-playoff. <laughs> kind of thing. It's the last year they got to do a 14-playoff. They're going to do everything in their power to get a three-peat out of that. I mean, you never know, like, Bruh, man, look, I'm, I'm sitting there like, dude, y'all know what y'all did, man, because y'all just put the two biggest teams in football on a collision course. So, Bama already, like, is ascending right now. So, you see what happened when you put Georgia in there in, you know, the SEC title game, right? And it's like, oh, cool, man, yeah, yeah, right? And Bama blasted them. Blasted them right to the point where they're like, Man, do we really want to put Georgia in there? And they did, and ultimately, Georgia ended up winning the national championship. But it's like, you putting them up there now, would you keep them in there again? You know, with a team <laughs> like, say, we get we get the SEC title, right? So, with that, we're in anyway. So, now mm-hmm. you're looking at teams like Oregon. You're looking at teams like uh, Florida State. Washington. You're looking at teams like uh, Florida State. Well, Florida State's in there. I think they're a lot, dude. Um, That's what I'm saying. They're, they're going to be in there. So you're probably looking at y'all in there. You're probably looking at Michigan or Ohio State in there. Florida State. And then I think it's probably going to end up being Washington if they went out. I think so, too. I think so, too. So, I mean. That would be nasty. I want to see Michael Penix in the playoff, bro. Yeah, man, I do too. I do too, man, because uh, I don't know, man. I think it'd be good, man. It'd be good to see them in the playoff, man. I mean, it was weird when they got in the playoff before because it was like mm-hmm. they really didn't belong. But now they kind of nah, look they like they weren't as good then as they are now. They, they fit in now. Yeah, so. We'll see. I don't know, man. It'd be interesting, though, because, like, I was surprised that Bama didn't jump for real anyway because I'm like, dude, Texas barely won. But I guess they like, well, they beat them head to head, so they can't put them in. I'm like, bro, <laughs> if we talking about. But see, that's going to come into play, too, though. That game where y'all played them might come into play, too, depending on what happens with Texas the rest of the year. I'm like, because everybody keeps talking about that. They're like, oh, we can't let Bama jump Texas because Bama lost to Texas. And da, da, da. I'm just like, mm. I was like, bro, <laughs> who's the better team right now? You know, <laughs> like that's why I hate the committee, dude, because the committee would have never had us behind Texas. Never. Never. Mm-hmm. The computer would have had us above Texas anyway. But now, since the committee want to use computers, and then want to be people at the same time. Like, bro, it don't work like that. You can't do that. <laughs> you can't be a computer and a human at the same time. You can't do that. You know what I'm saying? That's called artificial intelligence. You can't do that. It's impossible. You're either one or the other. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. no, man. Then they want to bring in resumes with it. I'm like, dog, okay. Even if you do resumes, Bama still got a better resume than Texas. They still got a better resume. I mean, I feel like, I feel like strength of schedule and everything always played into it to an extent, but I do get what you're saying. Like, I'm like, bro, like, I hate the committee so much, man. I'm like, dude, I can't wait till next year because it's not going to matter. It's not going it to matter. Bro. Because the SEC is going to have like three or four teams in there. So right, three, three or four teams automatically off the rip. 
So you might as well. Georgia, LSU, someone yeah, else. Bama, Georgia, LSU, book it. You could put anybody in that four spot that you want to put in there. Ole Miss, hell, you could put Mizzou in there because be, believe it or not, Mizzou is still alive in the East. Yeah. Still alive. It now, just sucks now, that they lost that game to Georgia, though. So that, that might hurt them, though. It it sucks, right? But I don't I'm not thinking like college football playoff formats. I'm thinking yeah. like Atlanta. Because if Georgia drops the game to to Ole Miss, although they got the head to head with Mizzou, they still gotta they still gotta win that last game. Whoever whoever they play. Later on or whatever, they have to uh they have to win that last SEC game because if they lose it, Mizzou gets into the thing because because of conference they, wins and losses because conference wins and losses exactly so uh but I think they can still uh Ole Miss can still uh, uh win the West actually Ole Miss is, Ole Miss is scary bro like. People sleep like I slept on them a little bit, like because of them choking last year. But they're a different team this year, dude. Like they're hungry. Like Lane Kiffin's got them zoned in. Bro, I'm telling you, Lane Kiffin is only waiting for one job, and that's Alabama, bro. <laughs> that's it. That's that's the job he gonna have for the rest of his life. He's you still like, young. He's not old. He's young still. That's what I'm saying. If we get Lane Kiffin, bro, we'll never lose. Do you understand that? The recruiting and the resources, Bruh, the NIL, recruiting, his resources, social media, all of that, bro. We'll never lose. <laughs> never lose. I'm telling you, bro. We we'll win like five championships in a row, or be in the picture for five in a row with Lane Kiffin, bro. Because look, look what he did. Look what he did at USC. The players loved him. The offense was number one almost all the time. Then he go to Tennessee and they almost knock off Alabama, right? You know what I'm saying? Then he go to Oakland. That didn't really work out. But then he come back to college and fix Alabama complete offense and win like two or three national championships. And then goes to FAU, right? Mm-hmm. And then wins there. Right, a bunch of conference titles down there, and then goes to Ole Miss after all Hugh Freeze did, and now they mm-hmm. kind of relevant again. So, like, mm-hmm. if you go to Alabama, bro, you already know what it is. You know, what I'm saying the AD, all the people gonna love you. The coaches, players gonna love you. I mean, dude, he gonna be an unstoppable force. We talk about Marvel. That would be nasty. Movies. Bro, we talk about Marvel movies, bro. He gonna be straight Thanos, bro. <laughs> I'm telling you, he gonna have all the Infinity Stones, man. You really think it's gonna happen? I think so. I think so. I think that's like the only dude that would make sense. Cause you gotta, cause you gotta think. You gotta be somebody that got the stones to. to They're not gonna just hire anybody, huh? They're not just gonna hire anybody. Yeah, you gotta have somebody that got the stones to one coach Alabama, and then you gotta have the, the guy that understands how to how to win at a big program. You know what I'm saying? And Lane Kiffin's done that. Maybe not national championship level, but every team he's been on in college has been respectable. So yeah. I mean, then you could go. I don't think Sarkeesian would leave Texas because it's kind of brand wise, it's the same job. Brand-wise, it's the same job. So that's not really a step up for real. Not really. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you got to add the expectations, too. So, nah, that's what I'm saying. Lane Kiffin like the only dude, man. You can't hire a, 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 a unproven person because all the fan base would be like, nope, nope, nope. Mm-hmm. They'll, put a, they'll put a petition up for him at election day. <laughs> Vote no for this coach. Everybody vote no. <laughs> You're not here, LeBlanc. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Uh, so are we moving on to the uh, preview now? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Preview, yeah. Dude, get out of here. 
This is our preview segment. Uh, we went over a lot of games uh, last week, man, but a lot of storylines coming in to week 11, man. Uh, so, Brandon, you got a couple games you want to talk about. Let's see. So I got I got four really good games. Uh, we're not trying to be SEC homers. I think two out of the four SEC games. Come on, man. The SEC is the best. I don't care what nobody says. Big Ten, what? No. ACC, who? Nah. SEC. Uh, but Pac-12 the first game is, is where? Gone. Gone. No, man. RIP to the Pac-12, man. Much respect. But uh, the first game I got isn't an SEC game. Uh, yeah, it's going to be Michigan and Penn State. Top 10 matchup, Big 10 conference game. What do you think? And it's at uh, Penn State. Well, it's the, it's the same thing. Um, it's the same thing with uh, every every year, man, with James Franklin, dude. I don't know, man. He's just... He has to, uh, excuse me, people. It's right when you have kids, man. Uh, but it's the same thing with James Franklin, man. Every every year, man. Can he get? Can he get over the hump, man? I mean, he has to beat two teams. Michigan, Ohio State. Every year, he has to beat two teams every year. It's either Michigan or Ohio State. To get to where he wants to go. And you ain't beating either one. And you ain't beating either one every year. Since he's been there. That's it. I don't know if he's beaten either one of them since he's been there. Yeah. Well, he's beaten Ohio State before. He's been Ohio State before. That's been a little while, huh? It has. It has. It's been a long time, man. And even when he did that, it was... He ended up losing after that. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's like it's like I don't know, man. He just has to he has to be able to to get over the hump, man. At some point, I mean, you might as well do it this year because Harbaugh might not be there next year. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. With all the stuff going on with him, so you know it's important. So we'll see. I just I'm just not sold on. I'm not sold on uh I'm not sold on James Franklin at all, bro. I'm not. I'm not yeah, sold on I'm not gonna burn myself up again, man. I had a bold take earlier in the season. I picked them to beat Ohio State. And that came back to bite me in the butt. I really like James Franklin. I think they have a really talented roster. I think they're stacked. I think they're really good, but I just can't, even if it's a home game. I just can't beat – I can't pick them to beat Michigan, even if it's at home. I would really like to see the upset, but I just don't see anything on paper that's going to lead me to believe that they're going to win this game. Much respect to James Franklin, but I've got Michigan, man. Okay, man. All right. <laughs> this, is, this, this episode went off the rails, man. <laughs> this is crazy, man. Um uh, I'm trying to do the best I can editing all this noise out of here, man. <laughs> but all right, so Michigan, but Michigan is in a good spot though. I mean, their schedule this season hasn't been real good. So mm-hmm. they can't really take a loss this year. If anything, if any year they needed to win out, it's this year. You know, mm-hmm. so it's important for them to um to get, you know, get a win in against Penn State. Oh, All right, hold on. All right, here we go. All right. All right, so we went over we went over uh Michigan and Penn State, man. So Michigan and Penn State is a great matchup, man. But I'm more curious about this next game. Uh, yeah, we're going to get back to SEC. And you were talking about the East. I think this is a really good matchup in the East. It's Tennessee at Missouri. It's a top 16 matchup. What do you think? Uh, well, you know, I'm I'm one of those weird fans that like two SEC teams. So Mizzou's my other squad, man. So 
Uh, tough loss against Georgia, man. They really had them. They had Georgia, man. They had them. I was like, bruh, uh, two years in a row, they almost mm -hmm. had Georgia. I'm like, God, come on, man. You gotta, you gotta gut that out and win it. But uh, still alive, man. Still alive in the East. It's not over yet. Georgia has two SEC games left. So, you know, they dropped both of them. Guess who's going to New York? I mean, not in New York, but Atlanta. Uh, so we'll see. You know what I'm saying? I would favor that matchup against Alabama more so than, you know, Georgia. But, hey, it anything's possible, man, because even Tennessee, I think, can win it too. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because uh, they beat Mizzou, which knocks Mizzou out. And then the game, the last SEC game against Tennessee becomes for the uh, SEC East title. So uh, either way, big game, man. I'm I'm rolling with Mizzou, man. I think they know they're good. And, you know, it's going to be a high-scoring game, man. But Mizzou's defense is really underrated, man. Like before the game really got out of hand, which it really never did, Mizzou was stopping Georgia, especially, like, passing the ball. They was making tackles in the open field, man, which is a skill nobody really talks about, man. Because if you can stop a five-yard pass at five yards, that's pretty good. You know what I'm saying? So I thought they was doing some good tackling, man. I thought they was doing some uh, some good stuff. So going against Tennessee, man, I think they'll be good, man. I think – um, Milton's gonna test the secondary a lot, but I feel like man, they got enough offense to score with Tennessee. Man, I don't think Milton's the passer that Hendon Hooker was last year. Me has a big cannon for an arm, but as far as just surgically taking over the game passing, that's really not him. Man, it's almost like having a slower Jalen Milrow for real because he doesn't run that fast. But he has a cannon for an arm, so does Jalen Miro. So uh, you look at a game like that, you know, a guy like that will give them trouble as far as passing downfield. So the secondary is going to have to be, you know, alert, right? But he can run. So that's the thing you have to, especially in short yardage, you got to be ready for that. But, mm -hmm. excuse me, I think Mizzou will get the win, man. I think they're playing for something bigger, so they want to give themselves a chance, man, to – Stay in the picture, man. So, uh, we'll see. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, all you can do is win the games that you got, man. So, you lost your head-to-head -head matchup with Georgia. So, technically, they got to lose twice, right? But, you know, you never know. So, I mean, that's your first loss in conference. So, I mean, Georgia's undefeated. Yeah, who's first loss? Huh? Who's first loss in conference? That was Mizzou's first loss in uh in. In SEC East con Conference. Oh, okay, yeah, because I was going to say LSU gave them their first conference loss, though. Yeah, so in division, that's their yeah. first loss in division. Yeah. So mm -hmm. uh, we'll see, man. But in conference, you know, LSU did beat them. So that was that was a tough one. But they had that game, too, man. They had that game, too. That's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Mizzou is like – They got a good squad, man. I think Missouri is very respectable in defense. Yeah, I think Tennessee's got weapons. But I don't think Joe Milton can hang with Brady Cook in that offense. I just think that Missouri's Missouri's on a mission, dude. They're playing way different than they have in a while. And they've got a good head coach. They're playing really good ball. I mean, you, like you just said, two years in a row that they nine times out of ten really had a legit chance to knock Georgia out of it. Uh, but came up short. Still a really good game for them. But, man, like if I'm putting my money on somebody, I'm not looking at the rankings. I've got Missouri, dude. I just don't see Tennessee beating them. Agreed, agreed, man. Um, I'll tell you something that I expect in the offseason, man. I expect them to go into the transfer portal for real. Because they're, they're going to pull they're, LSU like we did last year and freaking pull a bunch of good players to the portal. Yeah, man, because I think recruits and transfers alike really like what the system is looking like. So expect mm -hmm. them to really give Mizzou some looks, man. I expect them to be very, very aggressive in transfer portal season, man, because you you're not your scheme is good enough to beat Georgia, right? To stay in the game. All you need is a couple more imp impact players, 
that's it, man. That's it. If you get an impact player at a couple of positions like linemen or defensive linemen, something like that, you know, a, a, a hybrid safety that you could bring in the box, you know, something like that, an impact player here or there, I think we win that game, man. I think we do. So, and Georgia's not going nowhere, so you're going to have to athlete up or out-athlete them because schematically they're just that good. They know their system. They know how to play. They know how to beat you. They beat you with players that you never heard of. I mean, like, it's just they know how to play. So you have to out athlete them, you know, and that's how we beat them the few times that we did. Just had better athletes than them. I mean, you think about all the athletes we had, man. I mean, Najee Harris is a crazy athlete. You know what I'm saying? You got Devontae Smith, crazy speed. Uh, Jameson Williams, crazy speed. You know what I'm saying? So out, out athlete in Georgia is really how you beat them. So, uh, but for Mizzou, they're gonna be very aggressive this offseason, man. Crazy, watch. That's gonna be the destination. You know what I'm saying? So. Mm-hmm. I don't think the head coach will leave either. I don't think so. Because mm-hmm. it's a good spot. No, he's, he's, trying to, mm-hmm. he's turned it into a desirable place to be. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And it's in the SEC, so it's not like you can go somewhere else and be in a better conference. I mean, you could, but not in a favorable thing like that. You know what I'm saying? Because you go somewhere else, like, all right, say some like Duke or whatever, right? You're not in a favorable division because you got to play Clemson and you got to play Florida State. So I would rather play Tennessee, Vanderbilt, Kentucky, and then occasionally, you know, Georgia or Texas, whoever gets in that thing. I'd rather play them on a in a certain in a, you know on a yearly basis, and especially since we're going out of divisions, it's going to be more wide open. You know what I'm saying? So I mean. Mm-hmm. I think it's a favorable spot, man. Sometimes you just got to stay where you at, man. And I think he should stay. So. Yeah. So, uh, I know, I mean, I feel like we talk about these teams damn near every week of video. But, man, another big Pac-12 game, Utah at Washington. Uh, obviously, Utah's without their star quarterback. But, man, they've still managed to stay relevant almost in the top 10 and number 13. And they're going to – Husky Nation, they're going to play Washington, ranked number five with Michael Phoenix. Now, I want to see what you think about this game. Uh, so, um, I, I like I like uh, Washington in this game, man. I do. I like Washington in this game. I feel like they're trying to win this last Pac-12 championship. I told you, the, I told you in the uh, preseason stuff, man. I said the Pac-12 is going to be the wild, wild west, man, for real. Like, is everybody trying to stop USC from winning that thing? Like, nobody want to let them win. And you see how them they games have. was. They have. They have really stopped them from, from winning it, man. UCLA was probably never really in the picture. But you wanted mm-hmm. to stop the Blue Bloods from winning it, man. And mm-hmm. uh, a sort of under-the-radar Blue Blood is Washington, man. Because Washington's been in the Pac-12 championship picture before you know what i'm saying so it's not nothing crazy but i think they want to win it man so uh i expect them to get it man uh i think oregon has the the weapons to do it but i mean i expect it to be a shootout man because shoot uh oregon put up like 60 last week oh no no you said, utah, utah, right? you said utah right my bad my bad my yeah. bad my bad. My bad. Utah, right? Now, Oregon already lost to Washington. My bad, people. My bad. But <laughs> Utah and Washington is going to be a great game. Okay? Utah is one of those teams schematically that just knows who they are. So it doesn't matter who you put at quarterback. It doesn't matter who you put at running back. Utah is going to be really, really uh, tough to beat, man. But I still got, I still got Washington winning, man. I still do. Uh, but, I mean, it's just going to be fought in a phone booth, man. I mean, both teams know who they are. So, both styles are going to just do what they do. So, I mean, it doesn't matter who who Utah plays. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? They, mm-hmm. they still rise to the occasion against anybody. Like, I haven't really seen them get blown out yet. 
you know, and they play the same way like every week. You know what I'm saying? So I expect it to be close, man. Another mm-hmm. uh, Pac-12 uh, uh, game of the week for real, because I think they've had the best games all year. You know what I'm saying? As I agree. Far as the conference is concerned. All their games have been really good, especially their high-profile matchups. So I expect them to do that. So I got yeah. uh, I got Washington winning and keeping going, man. I expect them to be in the top four next uh, next time uh, the playoff rankings come out. So, like, I don't think we can count out Utah, even without Cam Rising. Dude, we've seen that Utah can play with anybody. They put the whooping on USC. They can play anybody and look good however the game goes. And that's without Cam Rising, which is really, really impressive. And, hey, man, their backup quarterbacks played really well to say that he really probably didn't have a whole lot of playing time before that. So, I mean, uh, I think they're going to hang with Washington. I don't see it being a blowout. No. Uh, they could at times. They could at times have a chance to win this game. Like no doubt. Like put respect on the Utes because I mean, dude, Utah very respectable. But man, I just don't think they're gonna look. I think Washington wins this game. Put my money on Washington. But I think they're gonna make Washington work for everything they give. I don't think it's gonna be easy. I think it's gonna be hard fought in the trenches, and it's gonna be a battle of quarterbacks in the secondary. Are they going to be able to contain Phoenix's throwing ability? Are they going to be able to contain his passing? Uh, I think Utah loses this game, but I don't think it's going to be by much. And I think it's going to be really hard for us. It's going to probably be one of the better Pac-12 games we've seen all year, in my opinion. I agree. I agree. I don't expect it to be a blowout either. I think it'll be really close, to be honest with you. I said, but I give it to Washington. I just think they're on a mission, too. And mm-hmm. they, they want to get into this playoff, man. So... I think it feels like this playoff this year is like the last one that really matters since everybody mm-hmm. else is going to get in next year. So it's like mm-hmm. the last real one for you to get into. You know what I'm saying? Almost like winning the last BCS championship. Mm-hmm. Like just the last, I feel like the last real college football playoff that we're going to have. Yeah. So hey, at least, at least we know it won't go like how it did last year. Yep. You're gonna have, I mean, it's just gonna be the SEC invitational, bro. Like, we're gonna have like four teams in there, four or five, bro. Like, because I mean, everybody think, oh man, the little guys is gonna get in there, but I'm like, dude, not as many as you think. Like, I mean, like every conference champion is gonna have an automatic bid, but then it's gonna go off of like rankings and like strength of schedule and all these things. Like it's not gonna play in their favor because they're not gonna play as many tough games as some of these like SEC Big Ten teams. Like it's just not gonna happen. Like, like you might get your two lanes. You might get a two lane in there. You might get a Duke that might squeak in there. Like North Carolina, it's like, but some of these teams just not. You know what I mean? Just not gonna happen. Yeah, and I mean, think about think about it like this, right? So. Last week, Mizzou was 12, right? So if the if the playoffs would have started, the 12 teams started last week, they'd be in. Oh, yeah, last week, yeah. Yeah, they would be in, you know, at 12, right? So you got to think, if Mizzou's in there at 12, at that point next year, they get in. Then you got teams like Ole Miss, who's right there, you got teams like uh, Oklahoma State is right there. A team like Oklahoma is right there. Texas is right there. So that's a couple of SEC teams. That's a couple of Big uh, Big 12 schools. Uh, then you got Oregon and Washington and then uh, – Michigan State. Not Michigan State. Michigan, Ohio State. Michigan, Ohio State. Penn State. They going to be that's in there. That's all the spots right there. Right. And then you got ACC schools like, you know, not – I'm saying Clemson's bad this year, but I mean you still got to put uh, North Carolina in there too. You know? Not even just that. You got to think about these other not Power Five conferences. They're going to have automatic bid in there, so you're going to have a MAC conference champion in there. You're going to have a Mountain West conference champion in there. You're going to be American conference, and you're going to have the freaking Sun Belt. So I mean, yeah. So you got to think, so man. It's not real quick. Yeah, it's not it's not as slam dunk as you think, man. So I mean, if you're really good, you're gonna have to show it, man. You know, because the little teams they play too, man. And you don't wanna you don't wanna get beat by no Sun Belt team, bro. <laughs> but you know what? 
And this 12 team format is going to happen to somebody. Somebody's going to step up. Somebody's going to get slept on and somebody's going to come to play. Look at UFC Tulane last year. I mean, same. Yep. That's all you need, man. I'm telling you, dude. Because, like, remember Boise State back in the day, man? I used to just beat on big teams because nobody. Back in the, back in the uh, Kellen Moore days. Yeah, man. Kellen Moore was outstanding, bro. I think he had like two losses in his whole college career, bro. Lefty, bro. Dude Crazy, was a freaking man. animal. Crazy. He's an offensive genius in the league now. He's smart. Like, he's a good offensive coordinator. He is, man. He is. I expect him to take over for uh, uh, Staley in uh, San Diego. Not San Diego, but LA. The Chargers. I think so. I think they'll fire him and put Kellen Moore in there because I think. I think it's time like to change for Justin Herbert. I think it's time to give him a new person to talk to. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? So why not be a freaking prolific quarterback from another college prolific quarterback? I mean, be a good fit. Yeah, be a good fit, man. But but we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. So uh, So the last game, SEC. Ten old miss, number one Georgia. Big, big, big implications on this game. Yeah, man. For the SEC East, man. Uh, and for, you know, to keep oh, Ole Miss. Yeah, for, for Ole Miss to keep their uh, their SEC West hopes alive. So, big, big, big game, bro. Big game, most definitely. Uh, I don't know, man. I really, it's hard to pick against Georgia, man. It's really hard to pick against Georgia because I feel like Kirby Smart told them in the locker room after the game, I told y'all if y'all don't wake up, y'all going to be in a dogfight. Y'all going to let that happen again this week? I feel like that's the message, man. And mm -hmm. I don't think I don't think it's going to be close, man. I don't think so, man. I think they're going to beat the brakes off Ole Miss. Yeah, man. I, I don't think, know, man. Uh, man, dude. Dude. One thing Kirby Smart has been in Georgia is not a person that plays games, okay? <laughs> and, and I don't know, man. It ain't finna, nah, I get I it. Know. I get it. Lane Kiffin is going to, like, present some challenges and stuff, man. But Kirby ain't going to play no games, man. He ain't going to play no games, bro. Not, not with Lane Kiffin. Not with Ole Miss, man. If they have the same performance that they had against Mizzou, I'd be surprised, man. I'd be surprised. I don't, I don't see it being that way, but, like, this is what I think of. Like how I said, Ole Miss has got an identity. They're not like they are last year choking all those games away. Ole Miss fought. Like, even in that LSU game, man, like, they – Looked like they were going to be down and out, and they freaking stayed in and they fought defensively, offensively. They were freaking rolling. I'm not saying Georgia's going to have a game like they did last week, but I'm telling you, dude, Ole Miss is hungry. Like Ole Miss can score points, and Ole Miss is opportunistic on defense too. They can turn the ball over. They can get where they need to be. Like I, I don't. I'm not saying I'm picking Ole Miss to win because that's a hot, hot, hot take. But man, when I tell you, like. It's going to be a lot close. I, I I don't see it being a blow, dude. I don't see Lane Kiffin getting blown out. By, I, look, all respect to Georgia's back-to-back -back national champions. But Ole Miss has got a chance, dude. I think Ole Miss has a legit shot. Uh, if Georgia wins, which I think they will, I don't think it's by anything more than 14 points. Man, I don't know, man. I, I got Georgia winning because I want this matchup in the SEC title game. So I don't really want – I don't want Mizzou in there because then the committee is gonna be like, "Oh man, well they ain't really beat Georgia, so they don't really deserve to be in there." You know, so I kind of want to beat Georgia because that's just mm -hmm. kind of. I think they'll win though for sure. I say fourteen twenty one at most, but I don't see it being a blowout. Yeah, man. I, I, if I say I'm thinking like twenty points, twenty one, two touchdowns, three touchdowns. I mean. I think three touchdowns, man. Because I, like I said, I don't expect Georgia to play no games. Because Ole Miss ain't the team to play with, man. Like you could play with Mizzou because you might eventually just out athlete them. But mm -hmm. 
you can't play with Ole Miss like that, man, because they can beat you running the ball and beat you passing the ball, bro. So I, I don't, man, look, I don't know. I don't think they're going to play no games, man. Now, don't get me wrong. This Georgia team ain't like the last two. Uh, but I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. But I, I think I got Georgia winning anyway, but I don't know if it's going to be close, man. So I don't know. Uh, I don't know, dude. I can't. I can't. I don't think it'll be close, though. <laughs> I don't, man. I don't. I don't I'm going to go out on a limb, man. I think Ole Miss gives Georgia a really good game. All right, man. We'll see. Man, I will eat crow all week long, but I just I just don't, man. <laughs> Jordan, Kirby Smart is just different, dude. Like, he got yeah, them I players. Agree. He got them players believing. He got them players, like, playing like him almost. Like, he is talking to them in their helmets all game long. Like, he just – like, they just nasty, dude. Like, that's why I'm mad that he went there, bro. That's, like, the place I didn't want him to go. When he why? Left. Where you wanted him to go? Somewhere else. Not Georgia. Where he was going to go? I don't know. I, don't, I really don't know where he would have went or where I wanted him to go. I just didn't want him to go to Georgia because I was like, dude, like, he know everything Nick Saban tried to do as far as defense is concerned. So, defensively, I already knew wherever he went was going to be. You got to think, he's rolled with Nick Saban for a long time, bro. He was Every on that 03 staff with Nick Saban at LSU, and he was on that staff with him in Alabama. So, he knows all the tricks. He knows everything. He's been around well, him for he, a long I time. I think he was there with the Dolphins, bro, doing something with the Dolphins. So, he with Nick Saban right-hand man for years. Honestly, Muschamp was the right-hand man for real, but Muschamp wanted to do his own thing, you know what I'm saying, mm -hmm. which was cool, you know what I'm saying? Muschamp did some good stuff, man. But the person that stayed with him and probably learned the most was Kirby. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? I do want to talk to you. We talk about head coaches, and I know we're kind of getting on the tail end. But I want to get your opinion on something. I, I don't think it's been set in stone yet, but, you know, everything happened with Mel Tucker a month or two ago. And they've been talking about that vacant position. There's been a name that's been floating around that position. That's Urban Meyer's name. Uh, what do you think about that? Well, I mean, shoot. He can come back. And Michigan State going to be a whole lot better. You know <laughs> Michigan State going to be really good. But, I mean, you know, dude, that's going to be that's gonna be tough because he's an Ohio boy. Nasty. He's an Ohio guy. So, bruh, if we go to Michigan and then win with Michigan State, oh, man. Dude, but Michigan State's not a bad place to be, dude. He could turn that program yeah. around. Like, he can make them a legit Big Ten contender. Like, bruh, he, he could make them better than Penn State and everything. Like, yeah, hey, man, look, I don't know, man. If we go there, that's going to be nice. That's going to make some headlines, though. Like I say, it's it's so. yeah, yeah, it'll be good. I'm not even saying I'm not even saying they're not gonna be good because Urban Meyer's gonna one find him a quarterback that he gonna run a nice system that fits his players until he get like all the players he wants. But he gonna get him a quarterback, and then with this transfer portal, man, he gonna get somebody from somewhere. Oh yeah, somebody's gonna want to play with with him. Somebody good too. You know what I'm saying? So and I'm looking at I'm looking at this transfer portal as we, you know, get closer to the end of the show. I'm looking at this transfer portal next year, man. I think Jalen Daniels from Kansas is gonna be one of them guys, man. You think he's gonna leave Kansas? You think he's gonna want a one year rental somewhere? Because he's got yeah. one year left of eligibility. Cause I think they redshirted him or I forgot how it worked, but he's got a year left of eligibility and he's been yeah, hurt. Man. So why not go somewhere and take your chances? Yeah, man. I think he's gonna be one of them highly sought after transfers, bro. I don't know where he's gonna go. I don't know what he's gonna do. But man, look, anybody can get him. Anybody. I think he'll fit anywhere at one of these mm -hmm. top schools, man. I mean, he go to Ohio State and instantly change their – if they lose to Michigan this year, they going after a difference maker at quarterback. I guarantee Oh, you. man. Dude, if they lose to Michigan again, 
Ryan Day is never going to hear the end of that, bro. Yeah, I don't think they fire Ryan Day, though. No, no, no. I don't think they fire him, but he ain't never going to hear the end of that one. Oh, no. He ain't going to hear the end of that. Like, yo, what's up? Why can't you beat them now? You beat them all the time. <laughs> what's up? <laughs> what's up, man? Oh, what's up? We, what, why you we got Jim Trestle knocking on your door like, what's going on, bro? Like, bro, I beat them dudes 10 times. What's going on? Why are you losing mm-hmm. to them three times in a row? You got the answer for that. Most definitely. So, but yeah. I think the answer I think to he that could definitely be a big sought after guy, though, for sure. Yeah, I think so too, man. Big time transfer, dog. I mean, look, I wouldn't be surprised if Duke quarterback leave too. If Mike Elko, Ooh, you think Riley Leonard leaves Duke? If, if Mike Elko leave, go somewhere. Oh yeah, if if Mike Elko leaves, then he he probably man he might try to go with him. Depending, I'm just saying. Yeah, man. I expect I expect both of them to do that, man. So. So, I expect to be interesting. Yeah, yeah, man. Track report is going to be lit this year, man. Watch. All right, man. Well, we got, <laughs> we got, we got to end this show, man, because it's crazy over here at my house, man. But we got some good previews, man. Some great recap, man. Uh, like I said, man, just stay tuned to, uh, stay tuned to our, our podcast, man. We got all kind of stuff, man. All kind of stuff, man. But before we get up out of here, man, anything you got to say? Yeah, man. It's been a real pleasure to be on here with you. It's been a lot of fun. You know, we haven't really had the time with our busy schedules, but, man, we just want to thank you. Thank you all for all the support. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, hit the bell notification. Man, we've been dropping a whole bunch of shorts, and it seems like you guys are really liking those. So we're going to make sure to keep pumping those out and get you guys more feedback and getting you guys more involved. Uh, like you said, we got tons of content. we got pro content, college content, top five segments, what if series, shorts. We're going to start that open discussion tab at some point, but we've got plenty to watch until then. So, man, just check it out. I think you'll really enjoy it. Don't forget about uh, BetUS and uh, Off the Ball Network, too. I think you guys would really be interested in both of those. Yeah, man. Couldn't have said it better myself, man. Well, I'm Cam. That's Brandon. We're about to blow up. Peace out. (laughs) 